Hey, it is Thursday, December 16th, 2021. Here we are today, everybody. This is Betsy. This is a show about, I guess, whatever it is that I want to talk about today. This is a show about uh, me being someone who is extremely curious about life, the human experience, and I will embrace and include all sorts of parts of the human experience, the joys, the challenges, the ups, the downs, the all arounds. And I share my own personal story, perspective, experiences as a, well, a creative expression for myself uh, to process the information, but also with the intention that it provides some thing for you. And it might be, in some cases, encouragement, support, or seeing something from a new perspective. You might uh, feel some compassion, or you might be able to extend some compassion for yourself. It might show up as uh, fun, laughter, entertainment, and that might be the experience that you have from this. So I welcome you to have whatever experience you want to have, and I welcome you to not have the experience if you don't want to be here for this uh, experiment. This is the 62nd episode of an almost daily podcast that I have recorded in one take uh, each time, no edits, improvised, and with that comes a, you know, a lot of twists and turns and the inclusion of all the parts of me going on tangents and losing track of what I'm talking about or all of it. The real, real, the raw deal of what it is today. Today's Thursday. I'm feeling, uh, not that great today physically. Um, I'm not feeling that well, so I might be a little bit low sounding is what it is. Um, I, I was feeling a lot yesterday. I did not do an episode. Um, news of Bell Hooks passing. Uh, Bell Hooks passed away yesterday. And I'm holding in my hands her book, All About Love. And, and Bell Hooks, if you are not aware, it is an incredible an amazing, incredible woman. And I think that there's so many descriptions that I by no means am going to um, present myself as an expert on Bell Hook's life or legacy. I am someone who has appreciated her writing and her work and leadership and grateful to have been introduced to her work. And it has changed me. My sister, well, Bell Hooks is known as a black feminist, an author, um, and a leader. So many things. For me, my sister gave me this book all about love. I think it was 2001 or 2002. Bell Hooks wrote it in 1999. Um, one of, one of, if not Bell Hooks first book was Ain't I a Woman published, I think in the early eighties and, you know, she shares so much about 
the black experience being a black woman, black feminism, feminism, but also so many topics around class, gender, race, white supremacy. And um, I recommend that you read Bell Hook's work. Again, my sister gave me this book all about love in the early 2000s, and I read it. And then subsequently, she gave me the next two books in that love series. I think the next one is called Communion. Um, and when I read All About Love, it's called All About Love, New Visions. It really changed me, and it changed my understanding of what love is and what love means. And I'm going to... Um, I'm just kind of flipping through the pages. About, you know, part of what I became aware of from reading this is, is, is that I had a very contracted and narrow definition of what love is. Or what love means. And in our culture, it's so much centered, so much definition of love is centered on romantic love. And there's so many different kinds of love. Um, so I'm not going to attempt to like, you know. Okay, I will read one line. Page 10. I was in my mid-20s when I first learned to understand love Quote, as the will to extend oneself for the purpose of nurturing one's own or another's spiritual growth. It, st it still took years for me to let go of learned patterns of behavior that negated my capacity to give and receive love. One pattern that made me practice, made the practice of love especially difficult, was my constantly choosing to be with men who were emotionally wounded, who were not that interested in being loving, even though they desired to be loved. I wanted to know love, but I was afraid to surrender and trust another person. I was afraid to be intimate. By choosing men who were not interested in being loving, I was able to practice giving love, but always within an unfulfilling context. Naturally, my need to receive love was not met. And by the way, this is in the context of, of romantic love, but it goes, this book has chapters that covers like familial love and spiritual love and community love. I mean, it's really important to read bell hooks work and love um there's a there's a quote that from an interview that i saw of bell hooks talking about joseph campbell and the hero's journey and it's all about domination it's all about you know overcoming obstacles and challenges and beating and winning and it's about domination um often and it's about war. It's about confrontation. And she says, well, what about love? I mean, so many of our stories are around war and fighting. And that she says the true heroic journey is that of love. Is that of the deep intimacy and vulnerability that comes from love. And, you know, in... In 
what I've learned, uh, you know, is that love shows up in these, what otherwise seems like little moments. Um, and that if there's harm, that's not love. So like, oh, this person's you know, mean or harsh or whatever to this person. Like, that's just not love. It can't say, oh, well, they love them, but they did this thing. It's like, that's not love. That's what Bell Hook says. And I, I really believe that. So I encourage you to read it. Um, I, I think that, um, Was I was thinking and talking, so I'm going to switch gears a little bit. Um, recently, I've been talking with clients, and I'm a little out of it because, again, I don't feel well. I'm sick today. But when, when you're thinking about your path and your life, and you're thinking about, like, what is the appropriate path for you, I notice that a lot of people that I, that I talk to in coaching think a lot about loyalty to others, like loyalty to a company or to a group or to a team and to partner or family. All that's very important, obviously. Um, and there's a shift in orientation when we ask ourselves, like, what does it mean to be loyal to ourselves? And one of the things that I was thinking about when I, when I recorded the finding your voice episode. And I've said this in an, in an episode since, which is, I think I need to record a prequel episode to that episode because I don't know that I've really talked about how I feel about, you know, you, your information. Actually, there was an episode early on, whatever. I can't remember all the episodes, honestly, I'll tell you that. Um, there isn't like a sophisticated uh, information science system behind the scenes of this podcast. I'm sure you're not shocked to hear that um, where everything's tagged and or, you know, <laughs> put in some kind of order. But you have your own information. So I have alluded to like you listening to these episodes and the purpose that I don't experience this as like, come here to get my life advice and you should live life in the way that I think life should be lived. No, I really believe that you have your own information and no one knows better than you what is appropriate for you in your life. And so for you to be able to slow down and listen to that information and to hear it, to get that information is really important. And I allude to this like an episode about like, following the play. There's an episode I did like kind of near around Thanksgiving about play two episodes actually, where it's about listening to those clues and that's information. And I really believe that like when we have these emo these emotions that come through, the emotions communicate to us about an experience, a situation, and it's not going to come from our head. It's going to come from our heart. It's going to come from our gut. And we're going to just burst out of our seats. Or a tiny version of that. So listening to yourself, it's like, what do you, you know, we ask these big questions of life. Like, what do you truly desire? It's like, that's a big question. 
what do you get curious about? What do you get excited about? What makes you feel happy and connected? You know, I, I, I went to my first, I didn't know there was something called improvisational singing until there was a time I learned about that it exists. And I was invited to take an improvisational singing class and it was phenomenal. And after the first class, I, you know, improvise, it was like improvised opera, you know, where you're just <laughs> so much fun. And I always loved making up songs. I've always loved singing and doing things like if there's a song that's an instrumental, I'll drive in the car and I'll make up a song to it. And I got home from taking my first improvisational singing class and I just, my eyes were bug eyed and I just laid in the bed and I held, I had the sheets pulled up. It's like, I'm laying on my back looking at the ceiling. I'm not a laying on the back sleeper, by the way, I am a side sleeper, but it was like a scene from a lifetime movie where I'm just laying in the bed with the sheets pulled up and I'm looking at the ceiling. My eyes are wide. And I was like, I loved that. And I just burst into tears. I was so happy because I just felt like that creative expression just felt so wonderful and beautiful. And I guess this brings me to, there's a lot of people that I'm observing lately through coaching, friendship, relationships, whatever, who are yearning to connect with creative energy. And so much of cre creative energy, I really believe is life energy, life force energy. And that is a way that we communicate love. And really, let me bake your noodle. It's how we love ourselves, like permission to allow ourselves to be in that creative energy. Why do we not allow ourselves to be in the creative energy? So many reasons. It's extremely vulnerable. Look at Brene Brown's research. The number of people, you know, there's this part of her research. I am not going to get the numbers correct, but huge percentage of people have had a negative experience related to their creative expression by a young age, which leads them to not wanting to be creative. Guess what? My mom did a painting when she was in fourth grade and got a D. Are you fucking kidding me? I got to put, I got to put, uh, explicit content on this episode. Everybody. I just, I curveball. Sorry, kids. <laughs> I'm not sorry, kids. It's a word and it's a word that can you, you can use to express yourself with, you know, lots of texture and emotion and understanding what the word means and using it intentionally is important and context is important. So if you try to use this word to your teacher, you might get sent to the office. Just a little cursing PSA. Um, she got a D on her painting because my mom did not do any painting or drawing. She always wanted to, by the way, she did do our cakes. I mean, she was always been a great artist. We would get to choose what cake would we want to have for our birthday. So I remember when I was five, I asked for, was it me that asked for a Snoopy cake or am I remembering that was my sister's? Um, I will ask my sister, Diana, please tell me it was a Snoopy cake. Your, it may have been yours. Maybe in Katie's. You tell me. We blend our stories with our siblings, don't we? Plus, I have two older sisters, so I admire them, and I'm growing up looking at them like, I want that to have that cake. So, anyway, um, 
I do remember I had a strawberry, strawberries on my cake. But whatever. She we would tell her, here's what we want for the cake, and then she'd draw the outline, she'd do the icing like that. She always wanted to draw though and paint. So when she turned 50, she took her first art class. And she took many since. She paints all the time. She's had art openings at art galleries. She has sold many paintings. By the way, I'm not trying to turn this into like a, you know, you have to commercialize everything. You can choose. It's an energy exchange. But she has sold paintings. I know for over $1,000. Cards, painting. She loves painting for people. I love the cards that she sends. The birthday cards she sent. Uh, me last year. Well, one of the cards that she sent last year. Because I don't remember if it was to my wife and I. Or to me. But it's this beautiful tree. Anyway, her paintings are just absolutely gorgeous. Well, she created space to give herself permission to express herself. It's an important part of her own life and journey. But we don't do it because we're so incredibly vulnerable. So how do you even create a relationship to creativity when you feel you're disconnected from it? Well, you were born a creator. That's what you are. You're a human being and you're a spirit in a human body. And so you were born to create. That's the per That's the whole thing about being a human. And how, what you think of as creative, you think, oh, it's got to be, I got to make a documentary or I need to learn how to play the piano or I need to, yeah, these are all ways of creative expression, but there's a lot of ways of creatively expressing yourself that maybe you do every day. You know, what about the story about the peanut sauce and the that I shared in some episode, you know, that's creative. Cooking can be creative expression, but, but what I would say is when you feel this urge to write something or sing something or build something or make some food or tell a story is is to notice how quickly this other voice comes in and says what the heck are you doing that's not good that's not going to be good it's not going to be good enough it's not going to be the best now these are all voices of conditioning and programming that probably served you to maybe do well in school or do well in work or whatever, but it comes in and it stifles the creative expression. So the episode that I did the other day about finding your voice, there's so much about that. That's about just following one baby step at a time. You don't have to know what it's going to be. It doesn't have to be something you sell. So noticing all that pressure we put on ourselves, it's like, you, you sit down and you put a line on a paper and you say, well, what's it going to be? That's going, that's going so fast and that's so much pressure is that, you know, what if you were outside and you had a little dirt patch and there was a little seedling that popped up and it popped up through and you just yelled at it. What are you going to be? What are you going to be? And you just every day you sat and looked, well, I'm trying to figure out what you're going to be. That's a totally different energy level than looking at that seedling and going, oh, I wonder what you're expanding into. I wonder what you're growing into. I wonder what you're yearning to be. So you draw a line in the paper and you say, okay, what's the next line that's yearning to emerge? And then you draw that. And I'm doing it right now. I'm actually doing it left-handed because that's just Tom sitting with the paper. Then you draw another line. Then you draw another line. And then you draw another line. And then you look at it and you notice those voices of self-hatred that are like, we're well, wasting ink. 
what's it even going to be? It doesn't have to be anything. It could just be what it is. You could sing a bunch of notes. Start to discover things coming together. And then I keep drawing lines, okay? It's like I drew like kind of a triangle-ish with a curved line over the top. And then it curves down and some swirls. And then it's got a little thing and then little stuff coming out of it. Who knows? Maybe it makes me feel something. Ooh, I have a doodle on my page next to it that looks like a flower with a little pot. We live in a culture with so much pressure to like make something out of everything, make money from it. What's it going to be? You know what? Sometimes it just is what it is. What does that create? What possibilities are created when you just let it, let it be? Like, how about dancing? People get all fired up about like, is it cool dance moves, you know? And yeah, we're, we're indoctrinated to that as teenagers or whatever. I like to move. I, I mean, sometimes it's dancing. Sometimes it's movement. I just like to move my body. So I feel my body wanting to move and I let it move. And sometimes I don't know what movements it's going to want to make. And sometimes it's about what energy is stuck in something and needs to move. And how different is it the experience if we just let ourselves express instead of like, I'm going to try to do this exact dance move that somebody else is doing. There might be something that your body wants to do. Now, a fun thing that you can do with, with little kids in particular is you can have music playing and then you let your body move and then you rotate who's, who are we leading? So we point, you start yourself maybe, and you're just doing some movement with your arms and then everybody kind of just mirrors that. And then you say, okay, you know, somebody else want to lead somebody else do it. And then whatever move they're doing, you do. And this, what's so fun about doing all different ages is that you know, the youngest among us are the least self-conscious often. So they will do all sorts of movements that are very natural to their bodies. And then you, they do it and then you do it. It gives you permission to remember the kind of innate expression and curiosity of being in your body. And then another person can go and another person, another person can pick music, right? And you can just rotate. Something I really appreciate about my family is that, um, We've always danced. We've always danced together. We've always had dance parties. Not often, but it'll happen. And everybody likes to dance. And that's something I really am grateful for that I was, that was demonstrated to me. And I felt comfortable expressing myself in that way. So again, my level of enthusiasm doesn't match the, uh, my, Energy level does not match my enthusiasm for this subject based on how I'm feeling. But I just wonder, like, how might you, in what area do you, are you feeling called to express yourself? And what's one baby step you can take today to experience that and give yourself that gift to discover more of the truth of who you are? All right, I'm sending you lots of love today. Bye.